Okay, good afternoon. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's currently 3 in the morning. And I decided I wanted to come out into my car again and and talk into my headphones. So, hello, listener. Or listeners. <laughs> um, it's nice to chat with you again. So, my 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 first topic that I'm thinking of, can be thinking of, is um, a big one. Uh, this this is a uh, this is like a dream come true. <laughs> um, so about this topic will be about is it's like a traveling story. It's kind of a big one. Now that I'm I'm putting it all back together into my head, and well, there's two parts to it, but well, I'll I'll do my best to to part it into one story. I'll call it traveling up north. <laughs> all right, so um. About, uh, maybe like a month and a half ago, around then, I, maybe a month, maybe a month and whatever, um, so, I, one night, I, well, one day, I went and walked to the corner store, and I'm not gonna say how, but I, I bleep, bleep, bleeped a few alcoholic beverages and so I walked my my happy ass back home and I started drinking um one of them and so I was thinking so I've, um, I've been in the mindset of alcohol is fun <laughs> I'm not saying that uh, a whole bunch of it is um necessary and so I just got my I, I bleep bleeped a few um tall boys and um, may have been White Claws, can't really remember at the moment. Um, so then I, I walked my, my ass home, I uh, started drinking, I lit up a candle, and a few candles, listened to some music, danced around my room for the first one, had myself a good time, uh, opened up the second one, maybe about halfway through the second one, I had this, this idea. Uh, it popped into the back of my subconscious brain. I also got a big sign from... I had just made myself a uh, a candle. Well, I scooped in... Um, well, actually, no, this might have been a different time. But I made myself a candle. It was a, it was a broken candle. I, I had been unevenly... It had the three, three wicks to it. But it was unevenly um, burned. So I, I scooped it up and put it into a different candle holder and just made myself a new candle uh blueberry uh pump uh blueberry uh pancake something like that it had a different name but blueberry pancake anyway that i don't that was, i don't think that that was this time but this time i had different uh i was trying to burn off the rest of these uh old uh sem- like very used candles that had like just a little bit of wax left and then one that didn't have any wax, but I was having fun with twine and making my own candle. Oh, okay, yeah, so I did make this blueberry candle. Anyway, so um, uh, the twine and so I, like, tied it up into little balls. And then, like, twine is what is what a wick is. And so twine should burn. And burning um, is what it did. Uh, I had this candle from Target a long time ago that was called Love and Passion. And so this one was already burned all the way through. And so I just put in the twine just to like have it just just make a fire in the candle holder. And um this one was burning for a while. 
and sometimes the the wick would go out and then I just like I tied up another one and then put another one in there and lit it up and at this moment uh all of it seemed to have lit all the way back up and when I looked uh behind me after having this thought of um driving up north to go to um go up north uh I turned around and this candle was wicked it was funny I said wicked but it was wicked it was going it was like I looked and it was going like high up like it was burning (laughs) and uh it kind of scared me for a moment but it was it was a sign of a love and passion uh from the 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 idea I had had of driving up um north okay so if I'm gonna be honest about this I was driving uh um so I, my ex-boyfriend, will say, uh, lives in Wisconsin, and I had the idea of driving up there to see him. Previously had plans for a flight to uh, fly over there, and then those were canceled due to um, extreme circumstances. <laughs> and um, so uh, I had just gotten uh, my car. And I was thinking, well, I had a, I had a few dollars in my bank account, and so I could pay for gas. And well, little did I know, uh, I shouldn't have um, used that money. But uh, no regrets. What I'm trying to say is, so um, uh, basically, one and a half white claws in. Uh, I, I went into my mom's room and I told her, okay, um, I am driving um, up north, and I woke her up, this was probably, like, two in the morning, (laughs) and decided, I told her that I was, uh, I'll be back soon, I'm going up north, and she's like, okay, um, kind of a, a, a crazy idea, and I was like, well, at the moment, uh, it seems like my love and passion candle was agreeing with me, and so, well, love and passion, candle holder was agreeing with me and so I was just telling her that and that I needed to go and she was like okay um be safe um and I told her happy birthday because it was her birthday well I guess that day since it was about two in the morning now that I think about it um maybe okay maybe it was before now okay but uh, it was still her birthday the next day or that day and so then I left uh, on my adventure journey, and <laughs> so I started driving, uh, you know, listening to my playlist that I made, um, very nice playlist, and I had, uh, um, so, okay, well, funny story, it had been, this was when Texas, I guess, well, most of, uh, south of America, uh, had started getting a lot of snow, like a lot, and this is when people's pipes were bursting, and pools were bursting, and and flooding, and people had no power, no water, and, uh, well, that was that time, and so the, I, the, the roads were very icy, and I had just, I, I had obviously taken that into consideration, but <laughs> for this moment, it wasn't into my consideration, uh, but it was. So I had just entered Oklahoma, going about a ninety on the fucking <laughs> the fucking highway, 
or it was like I don't know an interstate on the interstate uh, just entered Oklahoma uh, mile marker two so um, I had was going very fast and I saw this car in front of me didn't really want to slow down um, and so I decided to go around him and so let me tell you this was a two two lane interstate and with all the ice on the roads uh one the right side of the lane had basically no ice because that's what everybody was driving on so i guess it had melted and it had been paved and then the left side icy <laughs> so um and scary so this was when uh somewhere on marker 2 i was driving very fast and a car was in front of me and so i was like okay well i'm not going to slow down and so I decided I'll go around him. And so I start to go into the icy lane. And then I'm like, whoa, 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 I'm going fast. And um, the car seemed to start, um, whew, it was like shaking a little bit on the ice because it was making its its own forged path in the ice. And that's what I had um, then realized that uh, I was like, whoa, I, one, need to slow down, and two, uh, need to be very safe and cautious in this moment. <laughs> um, and so with the number two, I started slowing down. Uh, I, I applied the brakes and an icy forged path. Now, let me tell you, don't ever do that. Um, if you're going to be doing a very... Um, dangerous thing that I did like that maybe try uh just going at the same pace or going faster but I was already going 90 and (laughs) uh just trying to get to my destination quicker so I um as I was going around him um on the path this is slowing down and the car um let me tell y'all, it's a, it's a two-wheel drive in the front, and so the back just goes along with wherever the, uh, you know, the car is going, <laughs> and so, ooh, let me tell y'all, I started moving the top, the wheels, too, the wheel in the, the wheels in the front, and, well, I'm just getting a little nervous talking about it, but the, um, the car started sliding and started spinning, and out of control, it seemed like I was. I've been in a situation like this kind of before, uh, but I've been able to control uh, my my movements and my like my my breathing in in that moment. And so, uh, started spinning out of control and started spinning down into a very large, uh, like an abyss. And let me tell you, it was full of snow. Um, like up to your knees snow and so the car um, got stuck in a deep ditch of snow I got stuck Uh, and let me tell y'all if y'all have ever been driving um, I guess into Oklahoma uh, it's it's right by Windstar and uh, if you would ever look over to your left or to your right if you're driving out it's a very kind of a very large area in between the two interstates like I I can't give y'all a distance but maybe like 50 yards maybe 100 yards not 100 
like a good 50 yards. Okay, maybe 75 yards. And so I had landed (laughs) in the end after stopping and being stuck in the snow because the snow did stop me. I had uh, been about 25 yards deep in. And let me tell y'all, I was one very shook in my actions. And then I was also very shook in the actions of the man that I was passing. Uh, He decided very nicely that he wanted to pull over and and stop and help me. Now, let me tell y'all, I was being very cocky and trying to drive around him because he was going slow. But he was very nice and he pulled over and got out of his car once again it was cold and he was actually kind of very far up the road and when he stopped and he saw that a car was spinning out of control and you know well then then he stopped and and he came and he was running towards me to to see if I needed help or or whatnot and so I was I was trying to move uh, I was trying to reverse and drive through the snow car didn't move um but uh, when he got in, uh, he, he came up to me um, and we, we had like a minute conversation about, oh, what the hell just happened? And he uh, he offered to try to drive the car out of the snow. And I was like, yes, please, you try. <laughs> and he did. He, he OK, well, surprisingly, he got it to move a little bit, like like a, a lot of it. And then after um, it got stuck again. We were trying to think of a game plan, and the game plan was that he was uh, so nice for offering. He offered to drive me up to, or yeah, take me up to um, the casino that was legit right there, right by Windstar, Mile Marker 2, Windstar is right there. Boom. And he was like, man, I can I can take you there, and we can get out of the cold and figure it out. And I was like, oh, okay, shit, you're, you're very fucking nice for offering that. And so I get into his car after we walk back to it and drive up to Windstar. And I'm like, hey, man, you trying to gamble? <laughs> and he was like, shit, I mean, we're here. So the funny story, he was on his way to a party. And he obviously for the next three hours was with me instead of at this party. And so we're in Windstar for a little while, uh, uh, trying to uh, trying to call a towing company. Now, let me tell y'all something. My phone, is, for some reason, doesn't want me to make calls to like anyone uh, after maybe twelve p.m. It might be twelve p.m. or it might just be legit be like any fucking phone number. And so it says uh, you're not able to make calls at this time, and then it just hangs up. Which is, is which is rude. T-Mobile needs to get that in check. And so, I mean, I've talked to my dad about it. Uh, he says he can't do anything about it, but uh, we'll see about that. And so, um, I asked to use his phone, and then when they legit, so I'm confused on when 24-hour towing truck companies don't want to answer their phone. So, what are y'all doing being 24/7 if you're not actually? 24-7. And so, uh, I asked to use his phone. No one answered. We went in, uh, to Winstar and went to the first customer service. Or it was like the, I don't know. She seemed like she was a, a security guard for them or customer service or something. 
And I was like, hey, ma'am, so y'all happen to be able to tow anyone out? Or do you happen to know a phone number of anyone that can tow me out? And she looked in her little notebook of binders and gave me a phone number. And I was like, well, first off, my phone doesn't work. So let me ask him. And he was on the phone uh, with his girl on FaceTime. <laughs> and I was like, oh, can I use your phone now? And then, and then I did. Uh, got that phone number. And guess what? This towing company didn't answer either. Well, no surprise there. 24-7, my ass. And so, confused of what to do. Uh, I was thinking maybe AAA, but AAA um, was very confusing. I, I think I called them later. And so, um, I was like, he was like, hell man, I mean, we're here. You want to gamble? And I was like, fuck yeah. And so this is where the dream started. <laughs> and so this place is, it. well, honestly, if you ever driven by Windstar, it looks big as fuck on the outside. But when I was in that casino, it looked small. It really did. I didn't walk through all of it, but the part that I walked through, I found one end of it. So that confused me. Maybe I was about halfway through. I don't know. But we um, uh, we went to uh, the the kiosks to try and get ourselves like a gaming card, which I have right here next to me. And um, I put in my ID. He puts in his ID. We get our gaming cards and gambling cards. Anyway. And so then we uh, I try to go to an ATM um, to get money out. But this is a this is a problem of my pin number didn't work at that time excuse me, because I couldn't remember the birthday of the of my ex-boyfriend. I'll be honest, I changed my PIN number to his birthday. And I recently was told his birthday about two days ago, yesterday. And so <laughs> uh, it's been that long. Um, and so I couldn't use uh, my PIN number, and so I couldn't get any money out. So I couldn't gamble. He he did, though. Uh, he um, sat on FaceTime and gambled while I was walking around um, uh, trying to figure out what to do. And they yelled last call. And so I was like, oh, my God, it's last call. I mean, I'm in a casino and I, I really would like to go get me a, a drink before they close. And so I got myself a, I believe, blocked uh, a Bud Light. And, uh, cause they're okay. And so I had one of those while I was walking around and I met, um, well, before this, I met a girl that was in the beverage station, which was for just like waters and teas and sodas instead of alcoholic beverages. She was 19. Very, very nice girl. Um, she had a very nice name. Uh, it sounds something like Khaleesi from Game of Thrones, something like that. And... Uh, I had a great, great conversation with her. I was talking to her about what I was doing, and and then I was very adamant on what I was doing, and then how I spun out of control, and then this nice man came to pick me up, and then I was there talking to her, and then I was like, "Can I use your phone?" Because once again, my phone wasn't working, and so I was googling more, calling more, no answers, uh, and then I got an answer. Uh, surprisingly, right? Uh, is this? It was. Uh, it sounded like a very groggy lady, like she had just woken up. Of course, uh, glad one twenty four seven uh company wanted to answer right wrong. She answered, but she was like, "Uh, yeah, we'll look for available uh cars in your area, 
and we will call you back uh, possibly within like six hours. And I was like, oh, okay. It's uh, I told her, okay, well, I thought y'all were 24 seven. So if I needed assistance now and you're saying later, that's the very that's not very helpful. And then she was like, okay, well, um, like I said, in a, in a six hours and we'll look for an available car or whatnot. And I was like, okay, well, can I text this number to uh, get y'all to make sure that I'm on a list? And she said, yeah, you can text this number. Anyway, texted that number, never, ever got a response back. Very, very um, confused on when 24-7 and towing companies don't want to make any money. Um just wake up and come help a person. People need help um, in exchange for your service. And so I had, um, I guess, hung up. And I was using that girl's phone. I was just chatting with her, drinking my my Bud Light. And um, once I realized that uh, no more towing companies in the area were going to really answer or help, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to think about walking around and asking people if they have a truck. And so for about like an hour, uh, I walk around with my drink, and I'm like, hey man, uh, mostly because I was going up to guys, she was like, go up to guys that look like they might have a truck, or like wearing overalls, or are very hippy-dippy. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's smart. And so I went up to guys that were like that, and I was like, hey man, uh, do you happen to have a truck? My car got stuck in snow, and I need help getting out. And most of these guys look at me like I was crazy, and most of them probably were drunk. They were at a, it was a it's a casino, and they were gambling. And you know, at the same time, I I've, I I mean, I I would have offered to I I offered to pay a few of them. Obviously, it would be um, an exchange of service with them. But uh, now knowing that my my situation, a normal truck would not have helped, and so. Uh, but I still walk, uh, not now knowing afterwards, but uh, during that time, that hour, I was walking around asking people, um, nobody was um, complying. And so then I went up to one other guy that looked like he, he had a wife. First off, they looked like a nice couple. And he was like, yeah, you got 20 bucks? And I was like, yes. And then he was like, okay, you wait right here. Um, and then his wife was like, um, yeah, we'll be right back and just stay right here and so I stood there for about like 30 seconds damn well knowing they were not about to walk back to me (laughs) and so (laughs) I just walk away and then I obviously I I saw them again and again and again quite a few times and they just looked at me they were kind of rude for not like they could should have just said no but uh then I walk around and then um I kind of felt like I asked people twice. I don't know, because a lot of people there looked the same. And there's a lot of people. And I did like a few double takes around and asking, asked like 25 people. And still none of them had a response for me. And so then I was like uh, telling the, uh, uh, his name was uh, Daquan. And so I was like, hey man, so... Um, you're good to go. Uh, thanks for helping me. You can go to your party now. He was on FaceTime the whole time. And I was like, we weren't together, but, because uh, he was sitting gambling. And he didn't win anything, he said. And I was like, okay, man, you can go. And I walked out, um, to the car to get my bag, because I, t- I brought it with me, uh, in his car. And then I was like, all right, uh, thank you. 
you have a, a you have a great day a night. I'm so fucking sorry for you know holding you up or whatnot. And he was like, no, I mean it's all right. I mean I'd I'd like someone to do the same thing for me and and so yeah, uh, he left. And then right when he left, I saw this maintenance guy with a big old truck pull up. And then I just went up to him and I was like, hey man, you happen to uh, can you happen to tow me out? And he was like, no. I was like, okay, well, first off, this big-ass truck. And he said no. And he was like, it's just a liability thing. And then he was like, ask my boss. And then his boss pulled up, like, right behind us in, like, a Kia. <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah, no, um, we can't do that, but uh, I'll give you a phone number <laughs> for a towing company. They're guaranteed to answer. And so uh, he knew them personally, it seemed like. But then he had to look for their number. Oh, guess what? They didn't answer the first time, the first phone number. And then guess what? When he looked for on Google for another one, guess what? They didn't answer either. And so I was like, all right, well, this is a cahoot. And so I was like, are you sure, you're, you, sure you can't help me? And they were like, yeah, no. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Kind of just peed off. So I walked back inside with my bag. And so then I... um. I don't know if I kept asking people because I just kind of felt like a little little down at that moment. Um, but uh, then I start, I went to the bathroom to uh, go light myself up a, a little smoke smoke just so I can be high, right? Uh, but then I look and there wasn't a lot. So I didn't even, <laughs> obviously couldn't even smoke it. I mean, I tried, I did, uh, but it didn't do anything. So then I ate an edible because I took edibles with me that I had found on the ground. <laughs> um in my hometown and so i ate those and let me tell y'all that it got interesting even more after about an hour <laughs> um ate a quite a few i ate the rest of that package i believe um well actually no but it was still a decent amount and um i was in the bathroom and then i was trying to charge my phone i was kind of dying and so i got like past this like casino table where it had a red tape it seemed like to charge my phone into a computer, because I didn't bring a cube, Gavin didn't bring a cube, like, right, of course he didn't bring a cube with him, he just had the charger, and so I plug it into the computer, and then this, um, this phone is right there, and I look around on the directory trying to find, like, a emergency, like, numbers to call there, and nobody helped, but then I got on the phone with, like, the front desk, and then I was like, hey, uh, y'all, uh, can you help me? Uh, or at least do you have like a phone cube I can use? And then she was like, yeah. Uh, but during this time, let me tell y'all, this man, this, this worker decides he wants to tell me, Hey bud, you can't, you can't be back here. And I was like, first off, dude, I'm on the phone with one of your other employees that's going to help me. And you're just telling me I can't be here. So can you give me like a fat minute? And so he just stood there while I was still on the phone. And then I, uh, that lady, she said she'll come find me. And I was like, I'm at these poker tables. I'm wearing um, a purple shirt with a orange hat. And I'm very noticeable. And then I, t- I hung up the phone. I'm like, okay, dude, first off, now you can leave. Because apparently I can't be back here. And I wasn't even anywhere. It was just like a little area on the floor. And so... Uh, then I was like, all right, thank you. Thank you. Bye. And so I sit down, uh, wait for that lady to come find me. She had to walk a decent, um, way because the, you know, it's a casino from like the main front or like the check-in. And so she finds me, she walks me back. We have a conversation. She gives me a cube. Uh, 
And then I sit there for about 30 minutes trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And then I was like, okay, well, I can't just sit here anymore. So I go back outside. Uh, well, I, I give her the cube and I start walking back to my car that's in the ditch about a mile away. And it was kind of cold, but I was I was a-okay. And so um, as I was walking back, right, the man in the big old truck, the worker, decides he wants to excuse me, he decides he wants to drive right past me. And let me tell y'all, this was like a side street that looked like it was for, uh, like, to exit or to, like, I don't know, go to a different part of this casino. And he decided he wanted to drive right past me. And I was like, right, you don't even want to give me a ride down the street? Like, kind of rude. As you see me walking, like, I told you I needed help. Like, I was talking to you for, like, five or ten minutes, like, trying to get your help. Uh, But he he drove right past me. And so I'm, like, walking through snow to get back to my car. I cross the, like, I have to go over a fence, deep in snow, and then go um, down the road. Or, like, yeah, walk more down the road, um, like, cross the road, and then go into the ditch to the car. And so I sit in the car for about... I don't know, maybe it could have been a minute. And then I called 911 because, you know, 911 is for emergency services. Uh, but if we go back to my first part uh, about incarceration and part two about how this man decided he wanted to call 911 on me about, you know, uh, about dancing in the street, that's not an emergency. I had an emergency. First off, I could have been very injure, injured, um, out of gas. They literally asked me if I had gas, and I was like, yeah, I happen to have a full tank. And he was like, all right, so you can just sit there in your car, and you'll be fine. Um, I can refer you to the state trooper. And then he, he sent me to the state, he, um, 911, um, transferred me to the state trooper, and then the state trooper said he couldn't do shit. And so the state trooper referred me to a towing company. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they actually answered. Thank God they answered, right? And so they were like, uh, yeah, where are you at? I was like, mile marker two. Um, and 911 had told me where I was. They were like, okay, I see you're at mile, mile marker two. And, um, then I told the towing guy and he's like, okay, uh, yeah, we can be there in about 45 minutes uh, or so. And so I waited in the car. I didn't have it on. I didn't want to have it on. So I meditated until then. And I saw a big old towing car pulling up on the other side of the road, which was on the right side. Um, uh, not on the, the, the road that I was on, but I was on the other one they were and so they were even further away from where the car was so I told you how it was a, it was like a 75 yard thing so it would have been closer from my side uh versus their side uh and it was it was like a like a a leveling not leveled ditch but it was like a if you picture a bowl okay not a bowl but like a like a curve so the, the snow got deeper in as you as you go deeper like walking into the middle and so, like, I was thinking, like, wow, you're going to have to pull my car through even deeper snow to get it out. But that's what they did. After a, a good 30-minute debate as we all stood in the freezing cold, uh, he was like, man, I don't know if I can do this. And I was like, right, so we're just going to have to wait for all this snow to melt to get my car out? And then he was like, uh, we, I can do it. Uh, he was like, but I don't know if I want to do it. And I was like, oh. No, um, thank you, though, for that. 
And so I had uh, just been standing there with him and his brother. It was it was a, it was two brothers, and he was like, uh, "Man, maybe I'll come back out when the sun's up." And it was legit by that time. It was about it was about it was about five, like five five in the morning. And the sun was about to come out, maybe 530 in the morning. And the sun was about to come out. He was like, yeah, maybe I'll come back in like 45 minutes. Like, right. No, you do that. <laughs> that won't really change anything. If you can just see better, you would think that there'll be more cars driving in the morning. There was basically nobody driving on this road. So it was very clear and it wouldn't have been any hassle for anyone. And so I had, um, uh, let's see. Uh, just been standing there with them, and he was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. He lit up a cigarette, and he walked back to his truck with his brother, and um, well, uh, before that, they were looking for places to hook it up on the car, and let me tell y'all, I thought this car had a tow hitch to it. Boy, was I wrong. It does not, and <laughs> so they had to go deep under the car to look, and I was like, man, I feel bad, because it was interesting how this guy, the actually tower, the the main guy, uh, made his brother do it. His brother was like an apprentice and just doing it to make extra money and doesn't know how to like tow. So he made his brother get down on the, into the snow and look for places. And, uh, I believe they asked me to do it, but, um, I couldn't, I, I, I could look, but I was looking, but I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. I didn't know if that was sturdy. I didn't know if that part was going to just like tear the fuck off if they were trying to pull it. So I was like, man, I don't know. So they got down and looked. And then they found a place to um, hook it on to. And so they walked all the way back to get their towing um, like ropes and had um, started uh, started like pulling it my way. And so then they, oh, my way, <laughs> my way, my way, or the highway. No, for real. I went the, I went the highway. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so... <laughs> He, uh, I'm not sorry, but so they hooked it on, uh, started, uh, they asked me to like to follow them. And so I walk all the way to the, the tow truck with them. And, um, by the time this is about 45 minutes later after hooking it on and they started moving the car and let me tell y'all, it got out. It really did. Like I, I applaud them. They did it. They did extra well. Um, and then right when he decided to get the car out and get it onto the towing truck, cause he was like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to tow it down the street and then you can, you can get it out. And he was like, yep. And that will be $150. And I was like, what? I was expecting maybe like 60 bucks, but knowing the job, I, I do see how that would be expensive, but if you would think it would just be like a hundred bucks. But no, I, who knew that towing like that was, or towing in general, I guess, was 150 fucking dollars. And so that was basically more than half of my budget. <laughs> and I didn't even really, ha- I didn't have a budget, but that was more than half my budget. And he was like, yeah, we'll take car to cash. And I was like, all right. Well, first off, I don't have cash. And second off, my card pin number don't work. <laughs> and so I was like, I'll try to go to the ATM for you. But then he was like, I have this square reader or it was something else, but it's like a square reader. And he's like, you know, the reception's slow, man. It's just better if you could cash. And I was like, okay, well, you can make your phone like, well, I'll wait. Because at the same time I, I went in, I tried the ATM and I tried it twice and I tried it three times. And then I got back out and I said, I went, I walked all the way back out there and I said, it's not working. And he said, uh, um, 
hmm. And I was like, okay, well, let me go and try uh, to get cash back. And so I tried to go get cash back, but uh, it didn't work without my PIN number. And so I was like, well, uh, I uh, once again didn't believe that it would work. And so <laughs> he um, he regre- uh, uh, sluggishly, I guess, got out his phone and waited for it to work while we stood there. And then I was like, okay, well, obviously this was the only payment method I could I could attempt because that way I didn't have to enter a debit card number, and because uh, I had forgotten it, uh, and it didn't work because I had forgotten it, <laughs> and so I tried in uh, many different methods to. Uh, there was only two different numbers I could try, but once again they weren't working. It was a spiritual thing, definitely a spiritual thing. Um, that's why it wasn't working or uh, being approved, um, and so. Uh, after he uh, square read it, uh, 150 bucks, got my receipt, texted it to me. Uh, then he was like, all right, uh, you could go. <laughs> I was like, yep, no, thank you. Um, so on my way, uh, th- the sun was coming up and, uh, around 9am, I get a call, um, telling me, uh, that I need to turn around. And I was hesitant on it, uh, completely. Very completely. Uh, didn't really want to. Uh, was very adamant on my myness of going to my destination. Um, this time I I was just deeper into Oklahoma. I don't know officially if I was in another state or not by this time, but um, but I got the call. Um, very angry call. Uh, very understanding of I understand, and I turned around. And then uh, when I turned around, I had to find an exit first. So this this by the time there was no it was like there was no other towns. So it took me about ten minutes to turn around, and finally found an exit, turned around, and then I was like, "What the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing? Why am I turning around? I, 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 I fucking my love and passion candle is is telling me, and I was telling me, and this is what I wanted to do." And then I decided to um, get back off the highway to turn around. And then the the stop came pretty fast to turn. Um, And so I was kind of going fast. And there was, once again, we'll remind you that there's ice on the road. And so I slowed down. But then guess what? I don't slow down. I just skid and slide. And then I skid and slide right into a pile of snow. (laughs) Um, That's a funny story. Uh, of course that happened to me as I was trying to return around to go back to Wisconsin. And uh, it was just a sign, a sign that I shouldn't have tried returning around. So uh, I sat in the car, FaceTimed this person or called this person. And I I, I was like, come on, like this is something that I just fucking, fucking feel. And, um, but... Uh, I sat in that pile of snow, uh, honestly did not know what to do at this point, because I couldn't spend another bunch of money on a tow truck, but it seemed like this, this pile of snow that I crashed into wasn't that bad, and so people drove by, uh, this one guy drove by in a truck, and he was like, hey man, uh, if you just wait like 15 minutes, uh, my buddy will come in, bring his tractor, and pull you out, and I was like, oh, thank God, this is so fucking nice of you, thank you for even stopping and paying attention. And he, um, yeah, he drove away. Um, uh, another guy pulled up in his truck. 
uh, well, I think before this, <laughs> a, uh, a woman pulled by and she was like, hey, man, have you seen a guy um, that looks, um, I don't know how she described him, but have you seen this man? And I was like, oh, first off, um, I don't know. But uh, then I was like, um, this is kind of weird. And so they they drove away and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't know if I've seen this this guy for you. Uh, but then a, a truck pulls up and he attempts to help me. Uh, he has a tow uh, thing in the front. He has a, he didn't, the thing is he didn't, he did, he did have a, um, a rope, like a, like a strong sturdy rope, but when he looked for it, he didn't, so he couldn't have helped me, but he, uh, then he asked me if I had a tow places, and I was like, yeah, man, so funny story, I really had to pee, I really had to pee, um, and so I got out of the car, and I peed in the snow right by the car, and so there was just yellow snow, <laughs> right by the car this whole time but the the snow was pretty high so it, it like it went deep down and you would ha- really had to have like seen the hole but yellow snow and um uh then he uh asked me if I had a place to hook on to and I looked down and I was like yeah uh I don't know exactly where they put it uh this the, the Shane's Toe company but yeah there's a place and he's like all right uh, then he looked for his chain. He didn't have it. And so he's like, I'm sorry, man. Uh, and then um, I was like, it's okay. This guy said he'll bring his tractor. So then about mm, 10 minutes later, five minutes later, uh, this tractor pulls up with, <laughs> let me tell y'all, this tractor pulls up with um, three three guys and a baby. Not a baby, but like a, a kid that knows how to like walk and not a baby, but like a toddler. And I was like, all right. Um, and so, uh, they, uh, they helped me, they towed me out, very thankful, they didn't ask for any money, um, it was a nice tractor, (laughs) and so then I was like, all right, uh, I know, uh, what to do, and I just decided that I needed to go home, and that was the best, uh, decision for me at the moment, instead of trying to go to my destination, because I was told I, I, I couldn't. Uh, that wasn't, that wasn't something that I needed to do, and that would have ruined a lot of things if I had, um, so seeing it, I'm very, very thankful, um, that I didn't just show up, uh, to my destination, I didn't just, uh, keep going, so then I, uh, was on my way back home, it's my mom's birthday, I made it home around 3 p.m., Wished her a happy birthday, and then I was like, all right, I can't be in this house. I gotta go. So I went to a friend's house, and then I was like, all right, girl, let's get high. <laughs> uh, I just, at this moment, uh, feel like I'm in the most dream state, and I don't want to be awake right now. So we just chilled uh, until, like, 9, and when I fell asleep, she was still awake, I believe. Um, and then I was I was very tired, because I had been awake for almost uh, longer than 24 hours, because I wasn't I wasn't sleeping and I didn't sleep, and um, uh, yeah I had crashed pretty hard, <laughs> and so um, yeah that that's that story of driving to um, that destination and then all right sorry I had to pee and then uh you know I got home well yeah okay no I already explained all that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then I, I basically sat in cahoots with myself, um, in my room, uh, if we will say the word, uh, is, I was depressed, um, but still living life, 
um, just with my own means. And I uh, decided, oh, no, this that's a different story. Um, so uh, uh, the addition of um, driving up north, uh, I did it again about two weeks later, we'll say. Um, this time it was for a job. Uh, I had started doing Instacarts, so I was, if you, uh, that's what I've been doing, um, for my job, it's, you go and shop for people, and then you deliver them groceries, and so I was doing, um, that for a good while, I made some money, um, a decent amount of money, and I was like, okay, um, I have a decent amount of money at this moment, and so this girl, uh, during a job, she, um, her name's Wendy, uh, she asked me to come pick her up from Chicago and bring her back to Texas um, because she needed to move back Uh, she wasn't really um, I guess I I don't I don't invited to stay any longer where she was excuse me and so uh, went to go pick her up uh, and that's a story too (laughs) Uh, after doing an Instacart uh, basically finished that and then me and my best friend Jerry went to uh, um, Main Street to go walk around on Main Street uh, because it was very uh, it's a very uh, nice place to just walk around and she had never done it and you walk around and look at the stores look at the 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 windows and then you go inside if you want uh, if you want to go buy something and then or if not it's a decent it's a decent distance uh, for each side and decent stores and so we had walked <laughs> uh, we got out of my car and it was busy it was popping. And then this man, first off, as we're walking, he decides he wants to tell my friend that he that she has a nice like her she, her pants are tight and she looks nice, like like it's sexy. And I turn well, I, I turn around and look at him. He's old, and then I start doing lunges and like making sure he can look at my ass and look at me doing some weird ass thing because I just heard him talk about my best friend like that. And so instead of him looking at her, I'm sure he was looking at me, and I'm sure he'll correct his actions for the next time and not think something like that and so did that and then we were walking in the wrong direction and I'm like girl we gotta go this way because <laughs> we were already at the end of Main Street and so the stores had ended and I was like well we gotta start walking into Main Street so we go that way we walk by like one or two or three four five stores and then we see this one amazing store never seen it before and it was a whole new a whole new world and we go in, and it was completely empty. There was these two girls at the registers. Seemed to be just like me and Jerry. Um, definitely um, an amazing uh, amazing two girls. And uh, this store was like um, a very spiritual place. Uh, they had lots of rocks and... I'm a bit like rocks and like cool trinkets and trophies and whatnot. And so I'm thinking, well, I just got some money, might as well spend some. And so I did. Uh, after walking around, I was like, okay, well, maybe I won't buy anything. But then I see these, this, this uh, rock selection, and I'm like, wait a damn minute. And so I pick up uh, this beautiful moon crystal, and I'm like, I need this. And so I get that, and then I'm walking around the store, but we're talking uh, uh, to these two girls, um, and um, in, in incognito, 
with our masks on <laughs> and met them. Uh, we talked about our signs and I was a little nervous uh, and shy because I was like, what is going on? It was very, it was a very different world. And uh, then I uh, go to the section and I see these, these like uh, wedding bands or just like these, like these rings that are like titanium or I don't know, not titanium, but they're just, it's very beautiful. Um, I'm wearing it. Uh, it was a, a little size too big, which is totally okay. It doesn't mean I'm constrained or anything. And so I decided to buy two of them and the rocks. And then I also, well, the first thing I found was like a little hand, uh, like a little tiny hand that you put on like your finger and I put it on my, my pinky and it's like a little, little hand on my pinky. So I bought that. Honestly, don't know where it went. It could be in, in my car, like on the floor or something, but that's somewhere. Um, but yeah, got those, uh, the, 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 the rings and I was thinking, okay, oh, they put it in a bag and I was thinking, okay, this would be perfect. Um, and so, uh, its purpose is a promise ring and I honestly am, uh, not going to take it off, but. Uh, I was driving, gonna drive up north with it, cause at the same time I was thinking, if I'm going to Chicago, hell, or uh, Wisconsin's right next to it, I can stop and see uh, my ex-boyfriend. And uh, I was texting him, and I was like, hey, so if if I happen to be up north, can I come see you? And he was like, well, who's this girl? I was like, I'm I'm coming for a job, cause she was offering to pay me, and then uh, mostly pay me in gas money, cause it, it that's what it was. Um, that's how much gas is. <laughs> so I spent a lot of my money in gas up there and then used her money on the way back, uh, mostly. And, um, texted him and I was like, hey, so can I come see you? And he's like, who's this girl? I don't know her. You never talked about her. And I was like, well, first off, we were friends in middle school and, and some of high school and we're still friends. But that's when we were like, we saw each other and I just have never talked about her. And so you really wouldn't know about her. <laughs> Um, and so then I never got a response back, um, that, that's something that, that made me, um, just a little bamboozled of my, my time, and I had, um, well, let's see, what am I talking about now? Uh, so, uh, uh, once I, well, okay, when I finally, <laughs> well, I, oh, there's a whole story about getting, just getting up, actually driving this time all the way up north, uh, about 19 hours of driving straight. Uh, well, okay, not straight, uh, definitely had some pit stops and I will leave that for, uh, the next part. So stay tuned.